Welcome to the Pal Doula Podcast, where we navigate the journey of pregnancy after loss. Join us for heartfelt stories, expert insights, and a supportive community as we explore the resilience, hope, and healing that accompany this unique chapter in life. Don't forget to subscribe for a compassionate space where no one walks alone. Hello and happy Monday. So first things first, and that first thing is a confession. (laughs) Uh, So I was told to script out all of my podcasts and to read a script, and that would help me to be clear and concise and to not get off on rabbit trails. And so that's what I've been doing the last couple of podcasts. But I feel like that is just not me. It makes me sound really mechanical and robotic. And so new podcast today. This one is the first one that's not scripted out. So today we're diving into a topic that is close to all of us, I think. (laughs) Um, When people find out that I'm a doula and that I specialize in pregnancy after loss, probably nine times out of 10, the question I get asked is, how do I combat er, anxiety during pregnancy after loss? So that's what we're talking about. Um, We're talking about anxiety, which so fun, right? (laughs) So, um, I mean, if we want to keep it real, anxiety during pregnancy after loss is just... It's a mix of emotions and it feels a little bit crazy and it's the biggest obstacle that most of us face even trying to get pregnant again after loss and as we navigate this crazy journey that we call PAL, pregnancy after loss. Um, so let's go back to the beginning. Where does anxiety come from? Um, so at its like to to blah, 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 words, <laughs> I told you this podcast uh, episode was going to be the real raw version of me. So here it is, me tripping over my words. Um, so anxiety during pregnancy after loss specifically, a lot of it stems from trauma. Um, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, if you have subscribed to the pregnancy after loss doula the pal doula podcast or follow my Instagram or whatever, however you found this, you probably have been through loss in the past, the loss of a much loved, much wanted baby. And so when you're pregnant after that kind of a loss, there is trauma that you're bringing into a new pregnancy, whether we like to admit that or not, even if it's just a little bit of trauma. Um, even if it was just an early loss or just this or just that, whatever, you went through the loss of a baby, um, something that's not supposed to happen. It's, you are not, it's unnatural for the child to die before the parent, but that's what this is. And so you bring that into a new pregnancy with you. And of course you're going to be anxious. Um, I would even, I would say that I would be really concerned if you're not anxious during pregnancy after loss, at least to some extent. Now, um, so the, there's levels to anxiety, right? 
Um, and I would say like the basest level of anxiety is mostly a mental thing. Um, now there is medical anxiety that has physical roots to it. Um, whether it, that's a neurological thing or a hormone imbalance. Um, and side note in pregnancy, there are a lot of hormones. And so it's normal to have some level of anxiety just because your hormones are a little bit whacked. Now bring trauma from past loss in and the fear of another loss in and add hormones um, and your anxiety is going to be higher than it would normally be even if you if you hadn't had a loss before. Um, so a lot of times anxiety is really a lie. Now what do I mean by that? It is your trauma your history, your fears lying to you and telling you um, that something that has not actually happened yet has happened and that it the lie is that your baby has already died or that you already have a fatal diagnosis or that your baby's heart has already stopped. It's Anxiety is convincing you that the thing that you're afraid of has already happened. Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but uh, let's let's flesh that out just a little bit. So in my own story, um, if you listen to episode one, um, I talked about how my first pregnancy, my baby passed away and I didn't know it for a couple of weeks. They call that a missed miscarriage. So when I got pregnant again, one of my biggest fears was that my baby was already dead And I just didn't know it. So my fear was that my baby would die and I wouldn't know. Anxiety told me my baby had died and I just was clueless. Does that make sense? Um, So that might be different for you. It might be um, my baby has a heart defect and I don't know. Or... um, you know, any of any number of issues, <laughs> any number of fears, something that you're afraid of that your mind, your body um, is convincing you has already happened. Um, so that can present itself just as intense fear that you just cannot get past. It can present itself physically as um, rapid breathing or shaky breaths or sweaty palms or heart racing, all those classic symptoms of anxiety. Um, And those go back to a lie that you are convinced of. So if we can convince ourselves, like if we can stop listening to the lies of anxiety and talk to ourselves and counsel ourselves and coach ourselves in what is actually true. So going back to my story, Yes, my first baby died before I knew it, but this is a new pregnancy or was at the time for me, a new pregnancy, a new baby, a new outcome. That's the truth. Even if that pregnancy had ended in loss, it was still a new pregnancy and a new baby and it would have been a new outcome. Um, I don't know if that resonates with you, if that's helpful, but, um, 
every single pregnancy is different. And as a doula, I know that I, I see it all the time (laughs) that every pregnancy is different. Even same mom with, um, the same gender, like their pregnancies are still different. And then every baby is different. We talk all the time. Um, everywhere you look, you'll see stuff about how each person is unique. And that is true for an unborn baby too. Every single baby is different. So every single outcome is different. Even if, if you've talked to people who've had multiple mar- miscarriages, um, each one of them was different. Not, no two of them were the same. Now, if we can tell ourselves that if we can find it in ourselves to hope that this pregnancy will end positively, it will not end in loss, um, then, and talk to ourselves and counsel ourselves and, um, instead of listening to ourselves and listening to the fears, um, that we have, um, then that will be something that will be helpful. At least I found that in my own experiences and I've seen that with other people that the more we talk to ourselves rather than listening to ourselves, um, the better we do mentally. Um, yeah. (laughs) So, um, fear also or or anxiety is a, a fight or flight response and So if we recognize that, then it will be easier to interrupt that fight or flight response to convince ourselves that, that we are safe and that our babies are safe. So for example, um, that heart racing and shaky breaths and sweaty palms, that's all fight or flight response. That is that lie of something that has not happened yet is going to happen. Um, when we believe that, then our body physically responds to it. So we can interrupt that by grounding techniques or breathing exercises. Um, So if we say, one of my favorites is a breathing exercise, okay? So if you sit there and you breathe in counting to four, hold for four, and then breathe out counting to four, that interrupts that the signals that you're anxiety is sending to your nervous system that we got to hurry up we got to you know if we can interrupt that and breathe and calm ourselves down then that is interrupting that cycle of fight or flight and we can um go back into i am safe my baby is safe everything's okay does that make sense so why don't we just do it together breathe with me we're gonna breathe in counting to four hold for four and, and then breathe out counting to four. Ready? One, two, three, four. Hold. Two, three, four. Breathe out. Two, three, four. Now, as you're continuing to listen to me, keep doing that. And you will feel your body just kind of, okay. Everything's safe. I'm safe. My body's safe. My baby's safe. Another technique that um, is pretty common um, is to use your five senses. So find three things that you can see, three things that you can hear, three things that you can smell, three things that you can taste, three things that you can touch. Now, taste is kind of a difficult one because a lot of the times we're not eating or something, but I can, I'll do the other four. So three things that I can see. I'm sitting on my bed. 
<laughs> as I um, record this podcast so I can see um, my wedding pictures on the wall and my bridesmaids blue dresses. Um, I can see um, the socks that I'm wearing. They're teal. They have winter deer and sun um, snowflakes on them. I can see my phone. It says that we've been recording for 11 minutes and 55 seconds. <laughs> um, those are three things that I can see. Then three things that I can hear. I actually can't hear much right now because I've been sick and my ears are clogged. But um, I can hear my own voice. I can hear the dishwasher running. I hope you guys can't hear that. That would be awkward. Um, let's see. Anything else I can hear? I can hear the blood rushing through my head because, again, my ears are clogged. <laughs> okay. Um, three things I can smell. I can smell the chili cooking, and it smells delicious. And honestly, that's the only thing I can smell right now. Um, if I smell my hands, yeah, they still smell a little bit like citrus because I cut an orange for my son earlier today. Um, and let's see. I have a diffuser next to my bed that smells like cinnamon at the moment. So three things that I can smell. We're going to skip taste because I'm not eating anything. And I don't really want to describe the taste of the inside of my mouth because I don't know how to do that anyway. And that would be kind of weird. Um, and then three things that I can touch. I'm holding a podcast microphone. It's cold and hard and kind of metallic. Um, my feet are inside my fuzzy socks and they're warm and fuzzy and cozy. And... I have a tag on the back of my shirt that's kind of itching my neck. <laughs> um, so those are three things that I can feel. But as I did that, um, my anxiety over even recording a podcast, because you guys, I do get a little bit anxious about recording and putting my voice and my thoughts out there. Um, but I could feel that anxiety kind of slowly ebbing away because I was focusing on something else. I'm interrupting that fight or flight mode and I'm telling myself, I'm safe. My body is safe. I'm in a safe place. Does that make sense? So maybe as soon as we finish this, you guys try it. Um, do just go through your senses and name three things that you can see, hear, feel, smell, taste if you want to. Um, and remind yourself that you are safe. Your baby is safe. Your body is safe, etc. Um, so going back to that speaking truth to ourselves and thinking truth, um, a lot of times anxiety or the lies that we tell ourselves come out as what ifs. What if my baby dies? Well, if we interpret that, that is telling ourselves, hey, guess what? Your baby has died. And that's a lie, right? So if we turn that around and say, well, what if my baby doesn't die? What if? The truth is, your baby hasn't died yet, so what if he doesn't, or she? And then another what if that we might ask ourselves is, what if um, my baby has a fatal diagnosis? Well, what if they don't? What if? What if everything is totally fine? What if your baby is healthy? What if there aren't any medical issues at all? What if you go into that ultrasound and everything looks perfect? What if? So try some of those kinds of techniques. Interrupt that cycle of anxiety with truth and with grounding. Remind yourself that you are safe. Your baby is safe. Everything's okay. 
and then report back to me. Tell me what you find. If you find this podcast episode helpful, um, I would love if you wanted to subscribe or leave a review or whatever. Also, um, along with all of this, um, I haven't even mentioned that sometimes the most helpful tool for combating anxiety is therapy. And um, I know everyone has therapists close to them. And I am not a licensed therapist. I cannot give medical advice. Um, I can't prescribe anything. Um, However, I do offer one-on-one texting support to moms who just want somebody to talk to who's been through this. Um, It's a super low-key chill thing, but you can text me anytime and tell me your fears or ask me questions and I'll answer you back. Um, It's like having a doula at your fingertips, (laughs) like quite literally, because you hold your phone in your hand. Um, And it's just a way to continue to combat anxiety. Um, I didn't mention this earlier in the podcast because I don't have notes in front of me, (laughs) but, um, one of the biggest tools is just to surround yourself with supportive people. Um, for me, it was my husband, my mom, my church. They could all remind me of truth and they could hope for me when I was too afraid to hope for myself. So that texting support can be like that. Um, I, love you. (laughs) I know that sounds really weird and awkward, but really I do. Like I, my heart is for moms who are pregnant after loss. Um, and I want to be able to support you. So if we do this texting support, um, I will remind you of truth. I will hold hope for you when you can't do it for yourself. And I, I mean, those of you who follow me on Instagram, you know, I do the I try to do once a week that how can I pray for you or support you or encourage you. And I do, I do pray for you during the week. And, um, I've reached out to some of you during the week when I remember. Um, but anyway, I guess what I'm trying to say is you're not alone. You don't have to be alone through this and anxiety doesn't have to control you. Your, your pregnancy after loss doesn't have to be defined by anxiety. Um, it can be defined by joy and hope and excitement. Um, and of course grief, because there's always grief when you live life after loss and that's okay. And it's okay to have a little bit of grief. Um, so anyway, all of my ramblings over, I hope that you enjoyed this podcast and I hope to, that you'll listen in on the next one. Thanks. Thank you for joining us today on the Pal Doula Podcast. Remember, the journey of pregnancy after loss is unique, but you are not alone. Stay hopeful, dear Pal Mama. Until next time, take care.